It's not about, do you have a good immune system today? It's about, are you keeping your immune system well-polished and uh, running well for tomorrow and every day after? Because all it takes is a, a brief drop in immune function in order to get a serious illness. Welcome to the Empowered Podcast, where we bring you expert clinical perspectives on the latest health data and wellness trends. Each week, we'll cut through the noise and answer your unanswered health questions, helping you take control of your everyday well-being. So welcome to the Empowered Podcast. I'm Austin, and I am with... Aaron Jerger. How's hey, it going? How's, yeah, it's going fantastic today. How's it going for you? Great. And so what, uh, what are we talking about? What's going on here? Today, we're talking about the immune system, which Ooh, I'm very excited about. <laughs> very trendy topic. I mean, it's always important to talk about, but uh, especially with pandemic and uh, spring and allergies and everything, kind of immune systems firing. Uh, it's a big conversation right now. So we'll be talking with Dr. Travis Wilkes today about it. He is a physician practicing out of Charleston, South Carolina, and the medical director of Empowered EX. So super excited to have you on, Travis. Thanks. And how's it going in your neck of the woods? Nice and sunny. Oh, uh, the weather's, weather's getting wonderful. So that's a good thing for everybody to get outside and exercise, boost the immune system. That's right. Absolutely. So Aaron, where do you want to start with the immune system? Well, there's a lot to cover, but I think we might break this up a little into a, a series. So let's get started with just some overview of what is the immune system, why it matters, how it works. And we'll just talk a little bit about um, the general day-to-day, -day, what we can do. But first, Travis, um, what is the immune system? That's a big question. <laughs> um, so I, the immune system is, uh, I think that I think it's more multifaceted than most people kind of think about because they think about, well, the immune system keeps you from getting sick, uh, which it, it, I mean, that's, that I think is probably the easiest way to think about it, but the immune system is a, is sort of a delicate, uh, security system you have in the body that, um, that keeps you from getting sick from, or, or, or helps you get better when you get viruses, um, bacterial infections, um, cancer, there, there's so much, there, there's so many things. It's not just about infections. It's about keeping um, a lot of the body's checks and balances uh, in, in place and keeping you protected, but at the same time, not, uh, not overprotecting you to the point of where you get autoimmune issues from the uh, immune system kind of overreacting. That makes sense. And so what, what's the immune system reacting to? I mean, I've, I've read it's, it could be anywhere from bacteria, virus, fungi, parasites, could be allergens in the air, kind of respiratory deal, could be allergies to, to food. I mean, is that pretty much cover everything? I mean, what else is it reacting to? Well, so I think the the way you got to think about it is that when when you're when you're in the womb and then born and very early in life, your body uh, really starts learning who you are and then makes uh, makes some decisions about the difference between you and not you, and anything that's not you um, sort of becomes the immune system's enemy, and anything that's you, it uh, it it sort of you know let's. Uh, 
lets live and, and doesn't mess with. And I think that's an important thing because whatever detects it's not you gets attacked is, um, is basically the, the way to think about it. Um, if, if your body accidentally decides that a part of you is not you um, in, in terms of the way it's recognizing, then it'll attack that too. And so it will, it, it learns what's you and, um, and then anything that else finds its way into the body, whether it's a fungal infection, a parasite, um, a bacteria, a virus, uh, a cancer cell, anything that, that's, that it does not consider you, it will attack. Wait, so I have a really deep question for you. Let's talk microbiome. So if my body is made up of like three or four pounds of microbes, you know, gut, eyes, mouth, you know, everywhere, skin, um, does the body recognize that as me? And does, that it want to, does the immune system want to attack the microbiome or is that somehow um, not, a, not a thing? Yeah. No, that's an interesting question. So, um, so one important thing is that the that the microbiome develops alongside um, you, and so no, it, it, the the microbiome of your body is not you, but it develops right alongside. So, from the minute that um, that uh, you you enter the world, you're exposed to bacteria. Um, if you're if you have a vaginal birth, then as you as you pass uh, through the vaginal canal, you are um, you're exposed to bacteria, and so your body gets sort of seeded with bacteria on the skin and in your um, in your intestinal tract and um, everywhere. And then your body sort of reaches sort of a, um, a, a immunomodulated would be kind of like a, a technical term, but really it just, it just enters sort of a, a symbiotic relationship with the bacteria and, um, and doesn't, and doesn't fight that and becomes sort of happy with it. So it becomes, it, it becomes satisfied with a lot of bacteria, not all bacteria that it gets seeded with, but, but a lot of it, um, it, it sort of uh, enters a, um, a uh, friendly relationship. Wow, that's a, a lot to unpack. And I, I feel like I wonder how many people really realize how important the gut and microbiome is with immunity. And I, I know that could be a completely separate podcast, but is it something we really need to start paying more attention to? And um, I know there's a lot of research out about it, but how can we start paying a little bit more attention to our own gut microbiome and what are some maybe signs if it's not functioning well? Oh yeah, definitely. I mean, it's, so the microbiome is critical to immune system function. I mean, you basically between the bacteria that live in, um, in the gut, um, which is several pounds as Austin mentioned, and, um, the inside of your body on the, you know, blood and everything on the, on the other side of the lining, there's one cell there's one cell thick between, uh, you know, all this bacteria, all the lining of the intestines, and then the inside of the body. And what happens at that interface is really, really important. Um, if the body has a really good relationship with the bacteria, uh, it, there's very tight junctions, meaning that there, there's no um, leakage from what's in the immune, what's on the inside of the intestines across that one cell thick border into the um, 
into the body, into the bloodstream and all, um, then you have a good immune system. If, if there's, if, um, if that relationship is not good and there's irritation at that lining and it lead and the back, the body's not happy with the bacteria there, it leads to sort of openness and then things start coming across. And then the body starts saying, what is this stuff coming across? Um, and it, and the body gets really angry and then starts recognizing all kinds of things and, and, and saying, well, this, this, uh, this enemy is coming across the border and we need to, we need to go kill it. And then that keeps the immune system um, very busy. And then the immune system um, can't focus on things that it really needs to do. And, uh, and things kind of start falling apart. So having the microbiome is um, a good microbiome immune system relationship is really critical to having a good functional immune system. And would you say that things in general that boost your immune system also help your microbiome? Is it all intertwined? Yeah, I, well, I think, yeah, it's like a, it's like a chicken or the egg question. Um, I, I think that, uh, I think that everything that, everything that helps the microbiome helps the immune system. I think that there's probably things that you could do to help your immune system that may not affect the microbiome, but at the same time, uh, they, they could have some downstream effect on the microbiome as well. So it gets, it gets pretty complicated. So yeah, I think, I think you could, I, I think you cannot talk about the immune system without talking about the gut microbiome and you should kind of think about improving them, um, kind of in, in unison together. That's fascinating. And what are some of those things we can do to boost the immune system? I had to pause because it's such a big question. (laughs) Silence. Uh, (laughs) I never get to stump you. I I love that I got to do that. (laughs) Well, I think I I think that the hardest part is that it has to be multifaceted. So there's no magic bullet. So I think that a lot of times what happens is people get caught up in oh, I, I think I need to, I'm going to start taking this supplement or I'm going to start doing this one thing. And they, and there's a, there's sort of a, a desire and a, a, you know, a belief that if that, if they can find that magic bullet, that everything is going to fall into place. And I, I really caution against that because I, if there's a magic bullet, I don't know about it. And I don't, I don't know anybody who does. Um, it, it's sort of a complicated relationship between, um, uh, stress management, um, sleeping well, exercising, getting good nutrition, uh, trying to get your gut microbiome as healthy as possible, avoiding things that, uh, that have a suppressive effect like alcohol, um, smoking, um, uh, drug use of, of many kinds. Uh, there's so it's about it's about taking this multifaceted approach, and and that's what I really really strongly advocate as a as a multifaceted approach to improving the immune system. Yeah, there's so many different things we could do to improve it. That's wild. So, uh, final question for you, Travis, for the person that says, you know, I, I grew up uh, exposed to a handful of different viruses, cold viruses, flu, whatever. Uh, I feel like I've built up a normal immune system. I've, you know, I played outside when I was young, no big deal. Um, and they feel like they're in a good spot with a healthy immune system just because of those things that kind of naturally happen without any other intentional 
eating activity, sleep, stress reduction, supplements, et cetera, what would you say to them? Um, well, I think, I think that people, you know, I think that our immune systems are kind of started when we, um, you know, when, when we're probably even before we're born, but definitely when we're born. And I think that, I, I think that some people do have um, definite advantages. I mean, I think that there's, uh, there's things about, you know, people who are born by vaginal delivery have, um, have uh, improved gut microbiomes, breastfeeding improves gut microbiomes. Um and I think that there are things that sort of set um, set some people up for having a stronger immune system. Um, but I don't think you can rely on that because you um, you may you may say, well, I've got I've got this really robust immune system. I don't get viruses often, but you know that there's much more to it than that. And then it's also about well, what happens when your immune system becomes under stress? And I think about that sometimes in the context of of um, of shingles. Uh, I think is a good kind of marker for that. So um, so I you know kid, people today uh, don't get chickenpox anymore because everybody gets vaccinated. But um, I did not have a chickenpox vaccine. I I had chickenpox, and um, so many people um, adults today had chickenpox uh, as, as kids, and so are at risk of getting shingles. Uh, but one thing that's interesting to think about is that someone can have chicken pox when they're four years old and that virus stays in their body and their immune system is able to suppress it and, and keep it from causing a, a secondary infection for maybe, you know, 30, 40, 50, 60 plus years. Um, and so something changes in their immune system that triggers that virus to be able to overcome sort of the, the, um, the lock and key that was placed by the, by the immune system. So why was the immune system able to hold it, hold it back for so long? And then it's able to come forth and then someone has shingles, which, um, which can be terribly painful and, um, and uh, you know, really a, a very uncomfortable condition. Um, and I think that that's where I really kind of th think about how the immune system works because something happened to where that person's immune system that was so good for so long failed them. And often that can be because of lack of sleep for some period, highly stressful events, um, highly stressful chronic stress uh, that, that sort of um, leads to a drop in the immune system. And those same drops in the immune system that, that lead to things like shingles are what leads to cancer development. Uh, because, I mean, we, we all can potentially develop cancer every day in our body, but then our immune system says, wait, that's not, that's not you. That's not a normal cell. Let's go and, uh, and kill that cell. And then that, that cell's never able to grow into, into a larger cancer. Um, so it's all about, it's not about, do you have a good immune system today? It's about, are you keeping your immune system well polished and, uh, and, um, you know, running well for tomorrow and every day after, because all it takes is a brief, uh, a brief drop in immune function in order to, um, uh, to, to get a serious illness. I really like how you bring that back to just general population and knowing that a lot of people are under quite a bit of stress 
especially now, but I think in general, people are under more stress and I can completely relate to what you just said, actually having shingles last year and feeling like I was really healthy, you know, really didn't have a lot of issues getting sick. And then all of a sudden this comes on and relating it back to stress was what, that was what happened to me. So I think it's good to bring those things up for this podcast and others can relate as well. Well, that concludes part one of our immune system series. We just did an overview, went over what it is, why it matters, kind of a little bit about how it works and teed up how to boost it, improve it, talked about the microbiome. And next time we'll be talking part two about exercise in the immune system. So stay tuned for that. Thanks for listening to the Empowered Podcast, your trusted advisor for all things health and wellness. For more information on how you can take control of your health, visit EmpowerDXLab.com or follow us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn. Be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and we'll see you next time. Until then, stay empowered.